Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 135 uh, in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Wow. Uh, I'll have to write a book one day. We're going to go to Reed Wilkins momentarily, but not before I tell you the best pizza in the city still make a great royal pizza. Pizza Pass and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store Stop Recommendation Mediterranean Chicken to the Ashley Fine Floors text line because I cut this text off. Bob. The other sports professionals said no chance Holland would do the deal he just did. Well, on this show, we stated that there was a possibility that it could occur. It will also be unfair to Keith that Holland got fleeced when Holland had the upper hand, says the texter. And then the texter says, I'm not saying Keith can't play. Everyone else, everywhere else, says the Oilers lost the deal. Only in Edmonton. Well, for the last two years, all the experts had Edmonton on the outside looking in the start of the season. Lots of the experts had Edmonton coming in sixth in the Canadian division. The team lost out in the playoff series against Winnipeg when many of the experts picked Edmonton. So they completely flipped. They went from being a non-believer of the Oilers in the regular season to seeing the Oilers were going to beat the Jets in the playoffs, despite the fact that Winnipeg had a Vezina Trophy winner. I said the Oilers in six against Winnipeg. I was wrong. And the Oilers ran out of defensemen to play in that series against the Jets. And now they got a guy who played 23 minutes a game. But guess what? Strong analytics support, say Duncan Keith, very speculative trade on on behalf of the Edmonton Oilers. Strong analytics support. Of course, not necessarily factoring in that Duncan Keith doesn't have didn't have Jonathan Tays, one of the best two-way centers in the world. Nor Kirby Dock, who's a star, who probably should have been the first player taken in his draft year. In fact, if he was an American at six foot four right shot center playing on the U.S. National Development Program, he would have been. But he was a Canadian playing in Saskatoon. Lost their head coach today, by the way, Mitch Love, joining the Calgary Flames. All right, without further ado, uh, Reed Wilkins. Reed, how are you? Well, I'm doing great, Bob. How are you? Uh, I'm having fun. I can tell. You sound uh, great. Well, uh, let's not go too far. Uh, I had a guy that uh, said, I agree with you, but I still think you're an idiot, Bob. And, uh, you know, yeah, well, one of my Uncle Bryans died a couple exactly years ago. I, but I got two <laughs> Uncle Bryans, and they both just used to rip me for years. So, uh, 
So this thing is not the the team has neither the Hawks nor the Oilers have a hundred percent. It hasn't whatever the case. We we don't know the full parameters of the deal. We're led to believe it's Caleb Jones and a third round draft choice. Again, it would not surprise me if there was a condition on that third. I'm just going to well, throw that out this there. Year, obviously, what's that? It can't be this year. Right, cannot be this year. But maybe the maybe the condition on the third round draft choice is based upon the amount of success that Duncan Keith and the Oilers have. Just keep that in mind, which will only infuriate the fans even more because there was no salary retention. What's your take, Reed? What do you think? Well, I, I think it is disappointing that there's no salary retention. First of all, I, I think that to pay Duncan Keith. Uh, and I know it's not the real money, but I mean the cap hit is what counts and how you structure the team. To pay Duncan Keith $5.5 million to bring good in the room and to play second-pairing minutes at most is, to me, not worth $5.5 million. And I think that's really where the risk of this deal comes in. And that's, to me, the, the part that is most subject to or most meaty for criticism if you want to dig your teeth into that. You know, and look, Duncan Keith is in decline. I, I don't think that is debatable. Um, you know, everything is suggests he's in, in decline from just his age and from people who've watched him play uh, and the analytics. I mean, both the eyeball test and the analytics test suggest Duncan Keith is in decline. So the risk to me is is the salary compared to where he's going to be on the depth chart and when a pl- there usually, well, maybe not usually, but you know, often when it goes south for a player, it can go south in a hurry. And I, I get the concern that maybe that's where Duncan Keith is at. That there's been a little bit of decline the last couple of years, and now what if it completely drops off the map? So that's that's all concerning. Um, the the other side of it is. I I would really like to know when Caleb Jones became a Norris Trophy caliber defenseman. In, in the eyes of Oilers fans who are criticizing this deal. One of the best comments you've had so far today is the gentleman who was saying that Caleb Jones was a healthy scratch. Cactus Jack. That Cactus Jack. That's who text that in. He, 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 Caleb Jones was a healthy scratch in the games that meant the most this past season. And, and to me, that says something. And, and look, while, I, while I'm bringing up the, the salary retention, and I do think it's unfortunate for, for the Oilers that they're going to have to pay this entire cap hit, you have to remember this trade is not just about Duncan Keith's value, even though he's the marquee player in the trade. It's also about Caleb Jones's value. And I think you have to ask yourself, do, are, are the Chicago Blackhawks convinced that they are getting an actual NHL player in the deal? Because I would think if they were convinced of that, they would have been more willing to retain salary. And I think that the, the like this was a negotiation. And, you know, I see all the, well, this he got fleeced, he got fleeced, Holland should have been able to got, get whatever he wanted. Well, it's not quite that simple. Uh, I, I, well, the way I look at this is Ken Holland refused to give up McLeod, Broberg, Bouchard, Samarukov, whoever, list off. Their top six prospects prospects were not involved in the trade. So, therefore, the Chicago Blackhawks refused to retain salary. I I think that's how you played out. Now, look, if if you as as an observer and part of the fun of being a sports fan is being an armchair coach or GM, if you as an armchair GM 
would have walked away from the deal at that point and said, I'm not giving you a prospect and I'm only doing this trade if you retain salary, then okay, that's what you would have done. Ken Holland chose not to do that. And that is the risk. That is the risk in the deal is that when we get to April 15th and the playoffs start, or the Oilers going to be in the postseason, and whether they are or aren't, what would have been Duncan Keith's contribution to to that finish in the standings and and if the Oilers you know do not make the playoffs it'll actually probably primarily be on goaltending let's be honest because it's the National Goaltending League not the National Hockey League but you know that's when it's truly going to be evaluated so you know I I'm kind of looking at it from both sides but I agree there there is a massive element of risk in this for the Edmonton Oilers but to me it's all about the salary it is not about trading Caleb Jones all right, well, then, because there is no salary retained, you believe that the Hawks won the deal? Uh, if you're saying it's all about the salary, because for me, it's all about Duncan Keith. It's not, to me... No, it, I'm saying that's the risk for the Oilers. Yeah. I'm saying that's the risk for the Oilers, is that they may wind up overpaying a player who possibly could be entering... Who, who, who may have already played the final production. See, I have a fair years. amount of confidence that Duncan Keith's going to be able to slide in and pair, play second-pairing left-shot minutes. And I didn't have a fair amount of confidence that the existing players that were here were capable of doing that. Oh, that's, yes. I, and I, I also, at this, on... this, this deal does not happen. If Oscar Clefbaum gives the Oilers 100%, I'm coming back, I'm back up, I'm good to go, no way this deal happens if that occurs. There'd be no necessity to go get them. But they had to get an upgrade over what they've had in the playoffs the last couple of years. Two years ago, in the playoff series against Chicago, obvious. Look, Oscar Clefbaum, we were on a road trip. He played 50 minutes in two games on the road trip to conclude. That's when McDavid was out, and Edmonton had won back-to-back games in Florida and Carolina. And he goes up to Dave Tippett and tells him on the plane, yeah, I'm taking. The, I'm going to be down for a couple of weeks. And we're like, what? And he went and got a shot. He was out three weeks, came back, played like three games. We had the pandemic. Then he comes back from the pandemic um, and was obviously dealing with something. Then Larson gets hurt, and the Oilers give up like how many goals were, were, was it off of deflections? Now, most people blame the goaltending. Some would say, well, the defenseman didn't necessarily do a good enough job blocking out. Then we get into this year's playoffs, Reed, and they make a small little subtle deal to add Kulikov, who got nicked up for game number four. And before people say, well, why didn't they just re-sign Kulikov? How do you know he wasn't going back to New Jersey? Russian. Okay? They like a lot of Russian players like playing in, in, in the state of New York and in the state of Florida. Okay, take it for what it's worth. Um, well, Duncan Keith is better than Caleb Jones, and he's better than Dmitry Kulikov. He, I, I think even a declining Duncan Keith is yes. better than Caleb Jones. I, I mean, again, Caleb Jones was a healthy scratch when it came down to the most important games of the season. So, I, I guess then maybe the question is: is uh, you know, five years from now, Duncan Keith likely will be retired. How good is Caleb Jones? How good is Caleb Jones going to be in five years? And wherever he is, are you going to wish that he's on the Oilers? I mean, that's how I would ask that question to people. Um, I, I I no longer know that Caleb Jones is going to be a long-term NHLer, given what I've seen over the past couple of years. Because every time he appears to take a step forward, then there appears to be a step or two back, and he's not playing. And, and we saw what happened this year. 
He was taken out of the lineup at one stretch because he wasn't blocking shots on the penalty kill. And then again, he wasn't in the lineup in the playoffs. So, you know, again, like let, let's, I, I'm always willing to see it play out. Uh, I mean, you know, you've, you were listing off all the trades and moves and some have gone right and some have gone wrong for the Oilers. And a and couple of those totally went against how they were predicted including Mike Smith coming back uh, whenever oh, he was. Oh, really? What are you October talking about? October 10th, people and were... And then he gets, you know, he gets a couple votes for the Vesna Trophy. People uh, were 100% on board with Mike Smith coming back on October 10th last year. They were completely rational in terms of their approach at that time. I mean, nobody nobody got upset or heated out in the Twitterverse. There was no angst. What, what were you seeing? I... Well, I guess I guess I see different things that you do. Bob. Yes, obviously. <laughs> but look, it's I, I like I, I I again I think it's really interesting. I, I do think there's a value to a player being good in the room. Though I'm also the first one to say, how, okay, how, how does anybody ends? know? How does anybody know who's good in the room? You know what? It's, well, you just go by reputation. You just go by. What you know what? Doing, I'm on the right? plane. I've been on the plane with Jack until this year for the 12 previous years. I don't know everything that happens around the team, and there's like four or five media guys. Let's sit there and say, oh, no, this went on and this. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I was on the plane. That didn't happen. Oh, no, this happened right on. right. Fr- what? Really? Oh, okay. Well, you must know. How do, how do we really know? I mean, th- this is a market that had a, a website start on a complete myth if, involving a player that uh, was mythologized in this community. It's a complete myth. It's complete BS. And they they bought it hook line and sinker, so man oh man I just I you know what we don't know we don't know all the stuff that goes on it's going to come down to this it's going to come down to performance rate so, so so I'll go out the limb right now I say it's going to work with Duncan Keith I believe I believe it's going to work with Duncan Keith I'm going to put my neck out in the line and if I'm wrong I'll say I'm wrong so there you go take it for what it's worth. You ready well, to do that, Reed? I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you doing that, Bob. Uh, I mean, we'll certainly. It's going to be fun discussing it on our shows for probably the next uh, three months until <laughs> until the okay. season starts. Uh, actually, I got like it's all projections from now. Look, and I and I do one thing you said that I do agree with. This, I think, part of the reason this happened is because there would have been very important voices coming from players who are on the Oilers right now who would have wanted a Duncan Keith-type yes. player on the team. And I'm not saying that, you know, Holland just does whatever the players want or whatever, but he certainly listens to the players and probably recognizes something that he wanted and maybe the players uh, key also players. echoed, echoed key that. Players. Well, obviously, obviously, key players. I, I mean, I, I would think if some key players would have said, you know, no way, we don't want this guy on the team, then, then maybe it cools off a little bit for Holland. But... I, I, I really think, you know, I, I really think it's a fascinating deal. I do think, though, like like I said, there if, if, if Duncan Keith gets here and by Christmas he can't play, all right, that, that's a valid concern. It, like, it's, there, there's the chance here this is, this is not going to work So out. he played 23 minutes a game last year for Chicago. He's let him in dice time for okay, 40. So he's going to play 20 here, 18 to 18 20. to 20. Like, are you telling me he's going to go from playing 23 minutes a game Top pairing minutes for an NHL team to not being able to play in a year, Reed? I I don't see that happen. Sorry, man. 
No, he's probably not going to. And again, he probably will be better than Caleb Jones or oh. whoever you would have got there. But again, it's is he going to be worth five and a okay. half million dollars? And could have that money been sent somewhere? Spent? And that's the big what if. And and that's going to be the you're the getting part Duncan that's if, get the, analyzed. if this thing gets done. You're getting Duncan tonight, uh, and we'll have more discussion coming up on Inside Sports. Thanks for your time, Reed. Okay, see you. KDK has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, Tampa Bay just won the Stanley Cup being $18 million legally over the cap. And people are worried about Duncan Keith's cap hit. It's comical to listen to people who are worried about the money from KDK. Hmm. And again, if Cliff Bomb's on LTIR for the season, it's a $1.3 million add-on. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Keep texting us. Randy says, Bob, what does this mean, Bob? This is what I asked. What does this mean? Randy says, with the cap space in court Ken Holland had, it was Stanley Cup or bust in the next two to four years. You were of the belief that Keith keeps us in that window. No, actually, I believe that the orders are now grinding into that window. 12th and 11th the last two years when nobody had Edmonton in the top 15 in the league either of the two seasons. Didn't get it done in the playoffs. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Got to add more experience if you want to have success in the playoffs. 151 in Edmonton will wrap up Oilers Now after this. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 152 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, quick text here saying from Edmonton, Twitter idiots don't know much from AJ. Clefbaum's career is done. He's never coming back. And Caleb Jones isn't an NHL player, and he never will be. I think Caleb's got a chance to be a third-pairing NHL player. He's not a top-four defenseman. And I do think it's a possibility, maybe 80%, that Oscar Clefbaum never plays another game in the NHL. This texter says maybe the Oilers mismanaged Caleb Jones, just like they did with Petrie Schultz and soon-to-be Bear. And they overvalue defensemen from other organizations because they don't do their homework like Ferenc Fain, Sekera, Kulikov. This organization is a lacking stock, uh, a, laugh, a laughing stock. Maybe the next GM won't hire another 80-year-old Hockey Canada old boy who tanked another organization uh, sitting on a golf course in Kelowna. Real grinder he is, Bob. 
that texture comes into so there's your range there's the some people sit there and say textures and twitter people are complete clowns and others sit there and relentlessly take shots throughout the course of the day everybody's got an opinion into this day in oilers history it is brought to you by New West Travel. Spectacular uh, this September travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Whistler, BC. Play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. I remember this day well because Dan Tenser was at 6.30 chat at that time and called me and asked me for Andrew Cogliano's number after the owners made a trade. Here it is. I wonder how Twitter looked this day. Well, I was at the other station and (laughs) hosting what was then called Oilers Lunch in final month that that was going to be on that station at that time. And uh, that was the summer of Steve. And the fans loved the moves that Steve Tamalini made that year, including adding Belanger as well as Ben Eager for their bottom six. Okay, so on this day in 2011, to kick off the summer of Steve, I suppose, the 2005 first-round draft pick Andrew Cagliano is sent to Anaheim for a second-round pick in the 2013 NHL entry draft. Cagliano played every game in his first four seasons with Edmonton and set an NHL record, scoring the overtime winner in three consecutive games. Games. The draft pick acquired was used on Marc Olivier Waugh, who never played an NHL game. Oh, oh! Do you want do you want to know why they took Marc Olivier Waugh? I'd love to, as long as I can slide in who went after him. Go for it. You tell us who went after. <laughs> William Carrier, Tyler Bertuzzi, Eric Comrie, Zach Sanford, all taken in the next five picks. Marc Olivier Waugh was one of the Oilers' amateur scouting staff's first analytics picks. Make no de- there was a company called Dark Horse. I don't know when they came in, but Olivier Waugh was definitely an analytics pick at that time in 2013 uh, when the the second-round draft pick was deployed. They actually traded down. So Craig Matavish was the general manager, and Dark Horse was with the company at that time. And they went with it, and that was the analytics darling, Mark Olivier Waugh. Never played a game in the NHL. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel Experience, a great golf holiday to Whistler, B.C., and a private jet. Michael Parcati. Uh, did some work with Dark Horse as well, if I recall correctly. A uh, guy that's out there on Twitter that always has his thoughts on analytics. Experience a great golf holiday to Whistler, B.C. on a private jet to play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newestravel.com. Still not official. Again, the rumored deal is Caleb Jones on a third-round pick. Would not surprise me if there's a conditional third-rounder, a condition in that third-round pick. Duncan Keith. Heading to Edmonton, Reed Wilkins will have more on this tonight at Inside Sports. We'll expect to have Duncan Keith on the show tomorrow, along with Sportsnet's Mark Spector for Horse Racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing back at Century Mile Friday and Sunday evening with full fan access. You can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15 p.m. Uh, Special thanks to all of you. Regardless of your perspective, whether you're with, for, against, whatever, uh... And thank you for keeping it, for the most part, quite civil. A lot of you don't like the deal. A lot of you think it's exactly what the orders need. So I'll put my neck on the line on this one. I think he's going to prove to be a very savvy addition by Ken Holland. And I can tell you right now that some of the key orders players pushed for more experience on the team after there was a shortage of players that could play come crunch time. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Rob Breckenridge today from 2 to 3 p.m. Uh, 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen Nye from 3 to 6. And again, Reed Wilkins will have more coming up today, 6 o'clock on Inside Sports.
on the acquisition of Duncan Keith. So long, everybody. Thank you for listening. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.